If you are a teenage girl or non-binary person that listens to Los Angeles, this is me giving you the go-ahead to just hoe it up as a teenager. When I watch this show, I think of the time lost. Oh my God, Kirby, we do have the same brain. (laughs) And do not go to college with your high school boyfriend. Don't do it. I did it. I mean, we broke up shortly after, so it was great. It was fine. And he ended up being gay anyway, so it was like really fine. Wow. Okay. Love this. Love this. (laughs) Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome Welcome to Los Angeles. On today's episode, we're talking the summer I turned pretty and why I'm so obsessed and about a slew of celebrity beauty launches. Plus, I am sharing an innovative new skincare brand that's currently on my face. Welcome, Glam Jolinos. We hope you stay a while. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Kirby, have you finished The Summer I Turned Pretty yet? I have not, and blame Patrick Muldowney. Oh, Patrick, get out of here. Go do something for a little bit, just for just for a day. It'll only take Kirby a day to binge watch it. But it's it's he wants to watch it. Oh, that's right, he wants to watch it. Oh, Patrick, he doesn't have the fire in his heart as I do for this show. So I want to keep binging, and he's like, okay, he's not the demo. He's not the demo. But he loves coming of age. But I appreciate that he wants to watch it. And I think he would appreciate it. But here are my two cents. I was like, I'm not watching this. It's too cheesy. But Matt had to work all weekend. So I was like, I need to watch something. And we usually watch like most everything together, which is why it took me like a year to actually get to watch Bridgerton, which I finally am done with. Thank God. It took forever. (laughs) Anyways, back to the summer I turned pretty. I started watching it. Couldn't stop watching it. And then I kept comparing it, obviously, to to all the boys I've loved because it's the same writer, Jenny Han. And I was like, well, I wonder why she went to like Amazon Prime. Not that I put like Amazon movies at a lower level, but like Netflix spends so much money on their movies and shows that like, you know, it's like on another level. So I was like, oh, this like budget seems low. But then screw it. I was like all into it. And like I was crying at the end, sobbing. I was so invested. I was like forcing my 16 year old niece to watch it. So I had someone to talk to the show about. (laughs) That's why I was like, Kirby, have you fucking watched it so I can talk to you about it? I just need to talk about Team Connie, Team Jelly. Like I need to know whose team you're on. Okay, so I have a complaint I literally hate that they call her belly. I hate it. I know. I hate it. I I don't know what it is that grinds my gears about it, but her name is what? Isabella? Isabelle. Isabella. And they call her belly. Just call her Bella or Belle. 
I hate that they call her Belly. I hate it. I, I, I no shade to anybody that's nickname is Belly, but I cannot stand it. I can't do it. And then the belly flop in the beginning, it grew on me. Okay. Well, it has not grown on me. <laughs> I'm at the episode where Jeremiah is making his move. Oh. Oh my God. I can't believe that you stopped there. Same. Same. Hard same. This is right up my alley. Like, I didn't care what platform it was on because I just knew this movie is like everything that I want. Like, this movie reminds me of Summerland. Do you remember that show? If y'all aren't familiar, Lori Laughlin, Jesse McCartney, Zach Efron, pre-teeth being fixed <laughs> before he was heartthrob Zach Efron. It is insane. And so I would watch, it was only one season, but I, I remember I'd watch it was on like Noggin. It was like the Nickelodeon like offshoot for teenagers called Noggin or the N as uh, Degrassi also was on there. By the way, don't even get me started on Degrassi, truly, whatever it takes. But I was like, this is going to give me Summerland vibes. And it 100% does. Conrad's mom is Rachel Blanchard. She was on the Clueless TV series as Cher because Alicia Silverstone wouldn't do it. Yes, didn't want to do it. And she was great. So here's my thing. How old are the moms in the show supposed to be? Because I think I'm now closer in age to the mothers than I am to the children in the show. I had that same thought. There is a scene I don't think you've watched yet, and I'm, it's not a spoiler, but they're at a bar. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Savannah and Laura at a bar. And they're dancing to, to Pussycat Dolls. And I was like, that was a song that we danced to when we were in college. Sarah, <laughs> we have the same brain. Because literally that scene when they're dancing and they turn on the jukebox and it's fucking Pussycat Dolls. I was like, hold on. How old are these women supposed to be? And in my head, I started doing the math. I'm like... I think they were late 20s when that song came out. Like it was after college and we were in college, but we're still closer in age to them. We are. And that was a really big like <laughs> eye-opening moment for me watching this show where I was like, oh my God, we're like that old now where we are closer to the parents' age. Anyways, you need to finish the show. And at first too, I didn't like Belly as the character. Like I was like, I'm not buying this. Like, I don't know. I'm not really buying it. And then at the end, I was like, she was like used to be a nerd and now she's like really hot and like everyone loves her the impact that belly has like I wasn't buying for whatever reason I just was like Lola Tung the actress like wasn't doing it for me for the first like couple episodes and then at the end of it I was like I'm obsessed with you I'm obsessed with you you know who I'm obsessed with is Shayla the Sean's Sean's girlfriend oh I love Shayla yeah Aussie yeah I love her and one thing I will say, too, about the characters that I appreciate, especially the girls, they're all like very confident and like self-assured. Like they're like, oh, I don't really need this man. I will say, too, that Patrick was asking about the boys. He's like, so are all, all these actors TikTokers? Like he thought they were all like famous TikTokers. I think they did a good job of like <laughs> aging them. Like they they felt like truly high school students, you know? I mean, I'm sure that they're a little bit older than that, but they felt young to me, which I feel like it's hard. Love never have I ever, but Paxton Yoshida is like our age. He's like 30. He is not a 17 year old man. That's like watching Glee and like Corey Monteith was like 28 years old. And you're like, uh, you're hot, but also a grown man yeah, in yeah. high school. I'm going to step up on my podium. <clears throat> and make a formal announcement. I know that we have mother-daughter duos that listen to our pod. If you are a teenage girl 
or non-binary person, honestly, that listens to Los Angeles, this is me giving you the go-ahead to just hoe it up as a teenager. When I watch this show, I think of the time lost. Oh my God, Kirby, we do have the same brain. (laughs) I was not confident enough. I was too much of an insecure girl. And I'm looking back at pictures of me in high school and I was like, I had a cute butt. I was cute. I was a cute girl and I deserve to be more confident in my cuteness. So if you are in high school right now, you need to literally live it up, live it up, like be protection, be careful. But I'm literally thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? I should have been having sex in high school. Like I should have just been <laughs> learning and like then it would change. It would have changed. So, OK, guys, like, listen, if your mother is listening to this with you, like they're going to be mad at me for telling you to go have sex as a teenager. No, but like have the conversation with your parents, like be open about it. Like I did have sex in high school because I had boyfriends in high school, but there was so much shame around it that it was like, I couldn't even talk about it with my best friends. They're like, I felt like such a hoe. Like I felt so ashamed. And then like in college, it was like, I definitely didn't hope because I was so ashamed. And then also like incredibly insecure, like it was a problem. But anyways, I feel what you are saying so deeply. That's why I appreciated the character's confidence. Like, do not have a long-term relationship in high school. I'm like, just going to put it out there. Do not. No. And do not go to college with your high school boyfriend. Don't do it. I did it. I mean, we broke up shortly after, so it was great. It was fine. And he ended up being gay anyway, so it was like really fine. Wow. Okay. Love this. Love this. But no, it's like, no, don't do it. Just don't do it. Okay. I mean, I did lie because I'm still a little distressed by this, but I did have sex in high school. It's hard for me to admit because there was so so much shame, but I was 17. It was towards the end of my, I guess, high school life. But like, there was so much shame about the girls having sex in high school because of course, all the dumb boys were like going and telling everyone. But I feel like we're in this moment now where women are like owning their sexuality. So I feel like if I were like 16 or 17 in high school right now, and I decided, okay, there's a hot guy and I want to have sex with him and I like, I'm going to date him. It wouldn't maybe be, but there's the emotional impact too. Obviously there's nuance. It's a lot. It's a lot. Don't listen to us, but also listen to us. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. But here's my thing is like, I hope that like when Zoe's in, you know, high school, that she feels comfortable enough to have the conversation with me, just the way that like my sister, I think has, you know, opened that conversation up with Katie, my niece, like you can't be like, do not have sex. You're not going to do it because your daughter or son or, you know, they're going to just run away from you. They're going to do it. And they're, yeah. And they're going to do it. And they're going to like have shame like you and me. And I'm sure, you know, it's all about like the conversation and, and the relationship you have with your kid and just being open and ha- being an op- having an open environment. But yeah, that's <laughs> every time, anytime I watch any teen show, I'm like, wow, like never have I ever. Or to all the boys, I'm like, gosh, they had so much fun. <laughs> I know they had so much fun. And like we did not, sadly. We did. I had fun with my girlfriends, but like I had so many guy friends that I was like every time I went to prom, it was with like a friend. It wasn't with like a date. Yeah. Well, see, to me, it's like just the the insecurity. Yeah. Don't be insecure. That is the too long didn't listen. You have to be confident. 
And I know that like, no matter what, like teenage girls will always have some level of insecurity, but I'm hoping that this generation like knows a little bit better than we do. We did. Reach. You and I will be the moms at the summer I turned pretty house with our children. Passing around little condoms and being like... (laughs) We're like the moms that the other moms are like, okay, you can't hang out with Sarah and Kirby's kids because their kids are heathens and they let them do anything. They're drinking at the house, pomegranate margaritas, whatever. That, that's a thing too. I was like, oh, they're like, the parents just don't care. It's summer, so rules don't exist. But it felt very real. We all had friends who had parents who didn't care. You know what I mean? We knew like whose house that was and stuff. So yeah, it's just, it was a great show and I can't wait for you to finish it. I really like Jeremiah. Yeah, watch the show and then we can circle back about what teams we're on. Okay, okay, got it, got it. I have an edit correction from the Los Angeles Live episode real quick. I said that the shade for the Monica Blunder blush that I was speaking about was Munchen, but it's actually Munich. (laughs) It was just written in, you know, German. (laughs) Like, you're so cute, but that's like not how you say it. It's Munich. I was like, oh, fuck. I knew that was I knew that was it when I said like cities, your favorite cities. Anyways, that was my correction. (laughs) Thanks, Monica. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) All right. Let's get into Woif. What's on Kirby's face? Okay, so there is a newish brand that launched called Exponent Beauty. And the founder, Liz Whitman, she actually came to me like the beginning of the pandemic, 2020, and said that she had this idea for this like science-based beauty brand. And I, I spoke with her and, you know, like, I was like, okay, this is interesting. But like, it was the beginning of the pandemic and I was just kind of like, not really thinking much about it. They launched and they completely like went a different direction than when I thought they were going to (laughs) go. They changed the name. So Exponent Beauty is self-activated skincare. And the thing about Liz is that she was like pretty high up at the red door. So she saw a lot like behind the scenes of like how products are made and like constantly was trying beauty products that were sent to her all of these different things. And she kind of was like, our quote unquote anti-aging skincare has an aging problem and that like these actives that we use, they degrade over time. So it's like, if you're spending $166 or something on SkinCeuticals, like it's really a bummer when you open it up and it's like orange or like turning yellow or whatever, right? Like it sucks because it's expensive and it works, but there's that problem. And so she said that when she worked at Red Door, one of like the paramount things of getting a facial is that like the esthetician uses products from the back bar and they self mix these things like on site, like in that moment so that they remain fresh and the efficacy is there. So Exponent launched because they wanted to make notoriously unstable actives stable. So things like CoQ10, which is an ingredient that I really want to talk more about. I think I've mentioned it a few times in the past, but It's like, you know, one of those things that, again, as we get older, just starts to become less and less prevalent within our skin. Vitamin C, notoriously unstable. They actually just launched a retinol that I haven't been able to try, but I have been using the CoQ10 in the morning and I am, needless to say, obsessed. It is such, such a good product. So the point of the CoQ10 powder is it's called the Firming Filter CoQ10 Antioxidant Powder. 
and it's supposed to firm skin and reduce fine lines and wrinkles. And I personally have seen amazing results with it. So it's a powder, right? It's a waterless formula and it comes in this globe. It also comes with a base, which you put a hyaluronic acid activator serum in and you place the globe on top of the base and you turn the globe like three or four times. And she calls this the thunk. The thunk is what dispenses an incredibly precise amount of the active powder and also the precise amount of the activator base, the hyaluronic acid, so that you're getting like the exact effective amount of product to put on your face. At first it took me, I mean, it's actually still does take me a minute to figure out the thunk properly. Like sometimes I'll do it. I'm like the powder came out, but there was no serum or like vice versa. But she like emailed me recently and was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to help you. It shouldn't be this hard. Like We got to help you figure this out. So I love the CoQ10 powder. I love the green tea powder too. If you need something for like calming inflammation, I use that at night, but you buy it as a system. So the idea is that you buy the base that you need for the serum, a globe that comes with the powder in it already, but the globe is refillable. So, you know, Whenever I run out of the CoQ10, I can buy a refill and replace that, or I can switch it out for a different powder to go into this particular globe, right? And then it comes with the HA serum that you need and a powder of your choice. And those systems are $166. The refills are $88 and $68. I mean, this is a prestige level priced beauty brand. So obviously, like, you're like, okay, why should I buy this product? Like, how do we know it works? They've done amazing clinicals. When I met with Liz recently, she was telling me about like how much money they spent on these clinical trials. And it's like, there's a reason why so many brands don't do it because it is just so, so expensive. So they rather rely on like studies that have been done in the past on CoQ10 or on green tea or on retinol, instead of actually showing how effective the product is not only in the formulation, but like in the mechanism and to like how it's formulated together, so to speak. And then also because it's a powder, it lasts way longer. Yeah. So it's waterless formula. So like, that's the whole thing. It's like, it's not going to degrade. It's not going to oxidize. It's not going to become ineffective. It's like, I'm adamantly against like being an at-home chemist, right? Like, I don't think you should be mixing your own products and stuff like that. But the way that this is set up, it, it makes sense. And the, like the number one question I had for her is like, but how do I know I'm getting like the right amount of product? I think that's like the biggest thing. It's like when you have brands like, you know, the ordinary or whatever. Yeah, great. Like they have powders that you can mix yourself and that's cool, but they're not giving you like a mechanism to actually show you how much of that powder you should be mixing into your favorite serum or moisturizer or whatever. With this, it really is like calculated and very, very precise. The other thing, so outside of these clinical results, which are like really incredible, they have what I think is just so interesting. It's called the exponent standard. And they went through and they recommend 82 different products that they would say like actually work based on a few different things. It has at least one beneficial ingredient, and they say it must have at least one of the 12 scientifically proven active ingredients, not just the latest innovation claiming miraculous effects. It's in there at meaningful concentrations, and 
they have proven clinical results with measurable benefits, not just perception effects. And we've talked about this a million times so far, but there's perception studies that are done with consumers, which they do have as well. But you know, clinical trials are really where it's at. Those are like where the money's invested and you can actually see legit results from. So you can see a few of them when you click on the website. There's 82 recommendations, but they want you to sign up to see the rest of them. So this is the other part. They researched 500 products, but only 82 met their full standard, like according to them. And they say straight up, like, we don't make any money on these purchases, but we do maintain a healthy glow in helping you, which I thought was like really cute. So it's like sign up to unlock all the product recommendations and then you click it. And essentially it's like you create an account on the website. They want to get your information so they can like send you emails and stuff like that, which honestly pretty clever, pretty clever in my humble opinion. Fair. Like if you want to see it, you got to like invest in us. Great. Whatever. The other thing that they launched recently that I thought was super cool is their vitamin C test kit. I think I told you about this after I met with Liz, but you can test the active vitamin C percentage in your serums and moisturizers. On the website, it's a $15 kit and it says, we encourage you to test the percentage of vitamin C in your products over time to ensure you're still getting optimal results. Keep in mind that 5% and less delivers minimal benefits while over 10% can cause irritation. Pro tip, the test works best on serums. Heavier, creamier consistencies do not always show accurate results. So they send you 10 test scripts that are vacuum sealed and then they give you a guide to show you like how your vitamin C holds up over time. This is stuff that like actually is helping people. Like it's not something that they're just like providing on their own, like to get you to buy their product. It's like, okay, let's say you do have a SkinCeuticals product. Like I'm using it, but it doesn't look like it's that effective. Is it? Cause it's turning yellow. And then you're like, oh shit. It's like less than 5%. Like, okay, this is really doing nothing to my skin. Yeah. And this is actually like an innovative product. It's not just making product for product's sake. And I'm not saying like they're the first to invent powder products, right? But I think the main takeaway here is that you're not having to do any guessing. It's like, this is the amount you should be putting on your face together. Anyways, I'm a huge fan. I love them. I love the powders. The CoQ10 and the green tea are the top two for me. I can't wait to try the retinol in the future, but I just wanted to shout them out because it's a brand that's pairing innovation with like legitimate science to help everybody. So I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm really excited because I have their products. I just need to actually make sure I know how to use them. (laughs) I'm going to have to have to call you. Moving on to some news uh, very quickly. We want to shout out David Yee's Good Light is now available at Ulta Beauty. Woohoo! So, so exciting. He wrote this really sweet story on Very Good Light about how the headline is My Parents' Liquor Store Dreams Allowed Me to Pursue My Own at Ulta Beauty. So cute. Aw, so cute. Congrats, David. Yeah, so it's available at like in over 750 stores. So, and I think he gets like his own little like end capper section, which is really exciting. And Good then. Yeah. And then I stumbled upon this news as I was searching about Good Light at Ulta. Jessica Alba's Honest Beauty is launching in Ulta Beauty stores as well. Wait, was it not in Ulta before? No, it was at Target and it was at CVS, Walgreens, Costco, Safeway. Now it is at Ulta Beauty. 
Wow, good for them. I know, isn't that crazy? And um, she's launching with an acne line. Oh, okay, Jessica Alba. The Jessicas know what's up. Yep, they do. Alba's, the Simpsons, their empires. Well, anyways, so yeah, those are some new Ulta beauty launches. Speaking of uh, Jessica's, why don't we talk about Ashley's? <laughs> the, that, that had nothing to do with each other. Yeah, no, that was good. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Ashley. So the Tiz, my weave's namesake, the, the Tiz is getting into body care. Ashley Tisdale. Mm-hmm. She is. So if you follow Ashley Tisdale, you know that she has her like website, lifestyle website. It's about self-care and wellness. And it's called Frenchie. F-R-E-N-S-H-E. Do you know the story behind the name of that? Isn't it her husband's name? Is it? Is it? I thought it was French. That's how I thought you said it. Oh, is it just French? I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, her husband is Christopher French. She should have just named it Tisdale. No, I kind of like the name, but I... I mean, French is cute. Okay, that's so funny because Megan Decker was at a an event in New York for the launch of this. And I asked her what it was about. She was like, I don't, I don't know what, where French is, French comes from. And she was saying Frenchie. So that's why I thought it was Frenchie too. It's probably French. Either way, it's cute. It's a cute name. So Ashley Tisdale has decided to expand from that and go into wellness products. So Frenchie is meant to elevate daily routines into mood boosting rituals. They claim that it is fueled by the science and scent of self-care rituals, and they want to make wellness a part of your everyday at an accessible level. So they're launching exclusively at Target and okay, 45 SKUs. That's why I was making that face. I'm like, 45 SKUs? I was like, is that a typo? I'm looking this up right now. Okay, it's not on the website yet. When this episode goes live, it will be available at Target. It's July 17th. So there are like five scent profiles. And apparently all of the people that went to the event in New York said that the products smell really good. So I'm excited to smell them. But I think there's like candles, you know, body wash, body lotion, all of that stuff. But 45 SKUs. I mean, I guess that makes sense if there's five sense, but wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Lavender cloud, cashmere vanilla, bergamot cedar. I think that would probably be the one I'm going to be into. Solar fleur and citrus amber. That's probably another one I'd be into. So Megan said that she, Ashley Tisdale said that one of the scents was uh, inspired by the scent of Trader Joe's jasmine rice. <laughs> which I just, I think it's funny. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't understand, but great. Like, I just don't understand the chokehold that Trader Joe's has on people. Like, yes, you have introduced me to many great snacks at Trader Joe's and like, I respect it, but I'm not like, like people are obsessed with Trader Joe's. I'm just like, this is like a whole area of TikTok that people talk about. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I love Trader Joe's, but like, also Trader Joe's steals. Everything is stolen and then made into a Trader Jose, Trader Ming, whatever, you know, it's like. Trader Ming? There's Trader Ming? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like a little problematic, but anyways. So any Tisdale fans out there, I feel like she is such a big following that this could be successful for her. 
as much as I love the tiz and like, you know, I want it all is like a dream song that I would love to perform <laughs> in my old age. I uh, we'll see. I don't know what it looks like either. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know the vibe. I saw the packaging. It looks really cute. And the fact that it's at Target means that it's affordable, which is great. Yeah. Target uh, Target is good for like discovery too. So who knows? There might It might be like a an undercover hit that we're not expecting. Maybe, maybe. You know, something interesting too, I Googled, you know, Frenchie to see the products and then I've stumbled onto her website. And one of the like the main like categories that pops up on Google, the Google result for Frenchie is her essay about her nose job. Yes. And I had no idea that it was like a health issue. Like it was a decision based on health reasons, not cosmetic. Well, okay. We've got a lot of celebrity launches today. Idris and Sabrina have come together to launch Sable Labs. At first I was like, oh, come on, you guys. But then after reading the interview and looking at those really sexy photos of the two of them together, I'm like, you know what? I'm actually into this. So let me tell you more. So in this bizarre interview that Idris and Sabrina did, it starts with, we know that the space is very saturated. That's like the opening quote. And then they're like, we know we need to cut through the noise and it's like a challenge. Like, okay, well, at least you know. But their mission through this brand is to create genderless, multi-use skincare with responsibly sourced ingredients in collaboration with smallholder farmers from around the globe, including Africa, which then gives them an, a chance to honor their heritages. They launch with three products. It is a three-step system. It's a baobab moisturizer for $30 a black seed toner for $37. And then I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, Kazel cleanser, it's Q-A-S-I-L for $56. And they mentioned that, you know, all of the products help with like calming the skin. It has a lot of antioxidants in it. The toner she uses as like a setting spray. Idris uses it as an aftershave. The cleanser has a kaolin clay that Somali women have been using for decades. So I was really impressed with the fact that it was, it's, I mean, pretty affordable, I would say. They launched with this a system, three products. And then I like, yeah, that they're working with smallholder farmers from around the world. I think that's pretty cool. Totally. I mean, I'm willing to try any product, right? Um, especially if Idris and his wife are telling me. No, I, I'm literally like... It's like fanning myself. The, these photos for the campaign are like smoking. I mean, he's shirtless. She's shirtless. And, and they're like close to each other. They are... That is some steamy, <laughs> steamy visual. Um, but also, like, I like that they're taking it back to, like, their roots, right? And these are ingredients that, like, you know, we have heard about boabab, right? It's actually used a lot in hair care. Oh, thank you for pr uh, pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, boabab actually... I, I like told Patrick this when we went to Walt Disney World last year and we were at Animal Kingdom. We did the safari and we saw a baby hippo and I lost my mind. But they have like the tree of life and it's a boabab tree. And it's because like it's where all of the animals go to like get their water and their sustenance because they're very popular uh, in the hair care space. So 
boabab, an ingredient we've heard of, but I don't really see it used that often in moisturizing. Quasil, quasil. I I have never heard of that ingredient, so I, that like is interesting to me. And then the black seed toner. I would love to learn more about the black seed toner, especially since his wife says that she uses it as a setting spray. Toners are supposed to help absorb oil, right? Like that's the whole point. So it actually has vitamin C, E, and ferulic acid. And it says it's supposed to be balancing, brightening, and resurfacing. Also, one thing I want to note about this website is the black seed toner, the model is a man, like an, an older white man. It's not like some young model from the 20s. That makes me gravitate towards it because I'm like, okay, these people have like lines and wrinkles and shit, right? And I think that was part in the interview. Idris talks about that a lot, especially, you know, being a man who is, what is he, like in his 50s? I mean, he's extremely, extremely good looking, as we said, and his skin is flawless. But he was just saying how, you know, he sits in the, he's been sitting in the makeup chair forever and skin has always been part of the conversation with, you know, makeup artists and stuff. But there's never a conversation about it with his like friends who are guys and they don't know what they're using and, you know, but they still need something. And so I think that was one of the reasons that he wanted to start this genderless brand. And like we say, we always say, Let's cater to like this demographic of older 40 assants. Yes, the 40 assants. They're the ones who are spending the big bucks on skincare. Okay, last one. Garan Store, and I'm I'm hoping that I'm saying her name right, is launching a French pharmacy inspired brand. So if you followed the OG fashion influencers, OG street style influencers, like the Cresselles and Ami songs like Garance Dore was like one of the OG ones as well. And known for like that effortless French girl beauty and fashion look. And she apparently has decided to team up with her longtime partner, business partner, in creating a brand inspired by those French pharmacy products that everyone loves to talk about, especially all of the people who are in Europe right now which I think is an interesting concept. I want to try the products because, you know, we always want to try the products before we critique them on the podcast. But I'm also like, do we need this? Okay, so this is interesting because you brought it up, but I saw it on a a mutual friend of ours. I'm not going to say her name because I don't know if she wants to be name dropped. So she was a beauty writer. She's not writing as much anymore. And she had some pretty critical thoughts on this. So the New York Times article is French girl beauty has a new offering. And to this writer's point, she was just kind of like, isn't the fun of like French girl beauty, the fact that like, you're kind of mining it when you get to go over there and get it. Like the whole point is like, it's special because you buy it in French pharmacies, not because you can like just easily grab it off of a website. Totally. And also all of these brands have been around for literal hundreds of years and they're really good for a reason. And it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. (laughs) But on the other side, I would argue, well, there's plenty of people that aren't going to ever make it to Paris and they should also be able to get product that is like legitimately good at an affordable price point without going broke, trying to ship stuff, you know, from these like 
European websites or whatever, or like having a friend bring it over. So I totally understand that. I think this particular writer's point was just like, instead of creating something new and innovative, it's like the same stuff, but just making it more accessible, which I mean, I honestly don't mind because like, I think a lot about, you know, sometimes you might be first to market with something, but that doesn't mean it's the best. I guess maybe this is this writer's point, though. It's like, okay, if something's already on the market, don't just take it and replicate it and make it cheaper. Yeah, like make it better in some way. Make it better. Yeah. So I would want to try the products to like see if that's, you know, something that they actually did. Does it say that it improved upon it? No, it didn't. But it wasn't criticizing it, criticizing them in any way. I am intrigued. I want to try the products. So Doré is launching with three products. It's a creme for $36, a multi-purpose balm called Le Balm for $12, a cleanser called Le Cleanser for $24. And she mentioned in the article, like she was like, oh, remember like the Nivea cream that like our moms used to, in France, I guess, she's like, we would choose to use on like our bums, but then also like as a hydrating mask. So I'm assuming that is, you know, what inspired either yeah, the bomb or, or the creme. So then in my mind, I'm like, well, then why don't we just use the Nivea? But maybe it is better. Maybe there is like some added ingredients or the texture is different or something. The packaging super cute, very chic, uh, as expected. I, I think the price point is is good. Where can you get it? So right now I'm just seeing it's direct to consumer on we are Dore, D-O-R-E dot com. So you can get the trio for $62. Yeah, the products are made in France. I don't know. I I don't I, I like struggle to even bring this up because it's like, can you separate the art from the artist? Garance, the only reason why I even know her name, like I didn't even know we were at her house for that Lemire thing. She was like a notorious anti-vaxxer, like during the height. Oh my God. Yes, that's right. Of the pandemic. So I have like a little bit of a, I try all products because I know there's like so many different types of people, but like this woman was like, she didn't say this, but like, she might as well have said that she felt like the pandemic was like not real. (laughs) She was traveling when shelter in place uh, restrictions were in order for like the entire world. (laughs) <laughs> and she basically was like, do not talk to me about vaccination. I think at this point, if you're not vaccinated, like that is, it is your personal decision. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I just also am kind of like, I don't know if I can, I don't know how I'm, I can support this particular brand at the moment, unless something radically changed. I wonder if the New York Times asked her, about it and they had to omit it or something for whatever stupid reason. That is an interesting point. I totally forgot about that. I'm, I'm again, just curious to see the interest from people because she's been around for so long and has that following and people love French girl beauty. So I want to know, do you think, should we care about the founders of brands anymore? Because I think that there's, there was such a push for founder stories And I'm kind of starting to see like that dissipate. Do you care about the founder of a brand? Does that influence whether or not you will buy a beauty product? If a founder's views do not align perfectly with yours, do you care? I still care. And I think that the younger generation 100% cares. But yeah, I don't know. Let us know. 
Thank you everyone for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.